Just like, you guys gonna eat this leftover pizza? Pants down. Doing whatever I want. <laughs> Alright, start the show. I'm ready. I'm about to belly flop on this thing. This is episode two of Skull Piercer. I'm your host, Jeff Wyckoff, aka E Crayons, and with me as always is Sterling, aka Stretch, and Platt, aka Platt. How's it going, guys? I like how it's just so simple. It's Platt, aka Platt, and if you have another name for him, then screw you, you're doing it right. (laughs) If if you have another name for Platt, go ahead and leave a comment or send us an email or leave an iTunes review. Actually, that's a great idea. It's Platt, they call me Platt, Platt. Yeah, Platt, don't call me Platt, Platt, (laughs) Platt. Well, if they knew my first name, they could look me up on Facebook. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, that's true. Please do. I need friends. You know, no. we, uh, we we crossed an important milestone recording this show. Uh, we have officially, once we finish this, we've officially doubled our content. That's pretty Ooh. good. Yeah, we're, we're 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 moving pretty fast. We're that's going to be that's going to be I'm less and less frequent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know, guys, I mean, like a lot has happened since this. We decided to record. I don't know why we decided to record the day before a patch dropped. I, I mean, not intentional, yeah. but I guess that happened. Um, and we'll get to that, but I guess, you know, we'll introduce the episode here. So um, this week we're going to be talking uh, why everyone wants out of the dropship so fast. You know, did someone fart in there or something? Uh, how, how <clears throat> excuse me, how to be the best teammate you can possibly be. Uh, and then uh, let's face it, we're probably going to talk about mostly the patch this entire episode because there's a, a whole lot to unpack there. Now, I don't think we're going to go like line item by line item, but we're going to hit a lot of it. And I think the first thing we should probably talk about is Caustic and Gibraltar because they kind of headline the entire thing. We, I mean, we did our fair share of bashing these guys in the first episode. Uh, I think everyone has done a fair amount of bashing of these guys in the past. Um, but they made changes to them. They they made them a little bit more tanky, 10% damage reduction. Um, how are we feeling? Gibraltar is still bad. Change my mind. I'm, uh, I'm sitting here holding a coffee mug. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. As a, as a caustic main, uh, it feels delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, Fantastic. It, it should. Um, so if, if you don't know, not only does caustic take less damage, but before... Um, his his cues, the smoke on them, would do a little bit of damage uh, starting at like one. And then if you stayed in it, eventually it would tick to two and then to three and then to a maximum of four. Uh, the, the lesson was is that caustic damage wasn't really all that dangerous so long as you just like jump in and then jump out. Now it starts at four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but and I think it's it's good that they did that because it gives him. So when you look at the characters like Gibraltar and Caustic, they're never going to have 
the similar damage reduction that Wraith has just from her tiny hitbox, they're always going to lose a fight like that. So they need abilities and they need their they need the other parts of their kit to be somewhat threatening or strong enough to make a fight against a character like a, a character like that like Wraith to be a little more balanced so having the additional tick damage I think is good and it's balanced by the fact that four times out of five when stretch throws out his ultimate it really screws me up as, as his teammate so it's, um, there's still definitely a drawback to that so it's it, it works there's a lot of caustic collateral damage and just a just a quick <laughs> correction um Caustic gas damage caps out at 10, or it used to cap out at 10. I don't know what the cap is right now, like 10 per tick. But oh, so, yeah. someone has to be in there sipping a beverage with an umbrella in it to get there. So uh, it, it doesn't often reach there, but it did get pretty high, and uh, uh, it could it could be devastating. Now it races to get up there. Uh, if you're in there for like three ticks, you're, you're hurting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it feels mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, that was, you know, easy error to make because let's face it, who actually got stuck in caustic damage to like uh, to take 10 damage before? Exactly. No one. (laughs) Right. You had to make it to a Reddit video in order to to experience that. (laughs) Right. You had to be in. You had to be in bunker. Now, pretty much. Now, this this is a change that I've heard some people complain about, um, chiefly saying that they think it's kind of lazy. Um, I'm going to actually put the question out there. Like, one, clearly this was done because these guys have low play rates, low win rates. Um, Reddit complains about them all the time. We all know that it's kind of a meme. Like, if a Gibraltar shows up, he's an instant kill because he's just so easy to hit. Um, but let me play a little devil's advocate here. Do we actually need all of the, you know, legends in this game to be, like, viable? Do we need no, every so, single one of them to be like even and and perfectly balanced? I'd like no, that, because yeah. you, you you need something. <laughs> I, see, I disagree because I think you need something for the me's out there. And stretch, you're kind of like this too. Mm. You know, you're you're playing a game and you're like, okay, yeah, I could run around as wraith with a wingman, or I could find the worst character and run around and kill people with that. Um, and I've always been that in games, so I don't mind there being kind of more challenging characters not that i run around playing gibraltar all the time because it was a little bit too extreme of a difficulty but um there is something to be said about the enjoyment out of playing with something maybe a little bit weaker i mean you see some streamers dizzy was doing this the other day running around with with two mozambiques just for the memes and i think that that you know it creates an interesting um it creates a little more interesting gameplay because if if you don't have that then everything's just going to be everything's just going to be gray. Everything's just on equal footing and you might as well be playing like a, just a, a normal FPS shooter like Call of Duty. <clears throat> on the other side, I think that the closer that balance can get, the better, essentially. Play rates, in my mind, will fluctuate depending on what people deem to be more fun or what's more suitable for competitive. Um, but I think that you can still achieve kind of a closer, uh, happier balance without having there be a huge gap in uh, effective power before the hitbox changes and these buffs there's a pretty significant like memes aside it's hard to get wins on Gibraltar and Caustic it's just a rough time man and I think you can still have that that meme potential and and have people joking around and all that sort of stuff without having characters that people enjoy be vastly weaker than you know the rest of the cast 
Okay. Okay. Like I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I played my fair share of League of Legends, and I understand that uh, every dog gets their day. <clears throat> but uh, you know, let's ask this question then: Do we think? Do we think that these guys are par for the course now? Like, are they? Are they going to meet expectations for for players? Like, can you jump in as a Gibraltar or as a Caustic now and expect to perform at the same level as someone of, you know, comparable skill level on, uh, I know this is a bad example that I'm going to get bit for from Platt, but like on Pathfinder? No, I, I mean, look, I, I think there's still a, a difference there. I think Caustic got a little bit closer because I think the rest of his kit was still better and he got buffed in that other area. I think Gibraltar's just still, even with his larger, even if they didn't want to normalize the hitbox sizes, which I don't necessarily think should be the way that they balance, I kind of like the approach they're taking looking at other ways to do it, because it'd be kind of silly if Wraith and Gibraltar had the same hitbox, in, in my opinion. But I do think that Gibraltar's problem is his kit. Um, I, I think his ultimate, people like to say, is really good. And it, it is, but it's still, like, it's not something that's going to turn a fight. Um, it's easy to get out of. I think his his shield is kind of, like, even worse than Caustic in terms of, like, messing up his teammates, throwing that shield down. Um, I had put out, you know, I've always put out these crazy ideas for how to make Gibraltar good, like making his shield his ultimate and letting you shoot out of it, things like that. I think he's going to need a more dramatic look at his kit in order to bring him in line um, with the rest of the characters, because I just don't think his kit as developed is something that's that's going to be easy to um, overcome his weaknesses. Whereas Caustic still has a very viable place where he works. Um, you know, all the bunker memes aside, he's very good at, contr at controlling areas, at zone denial, um, and he does that with his active ability, not even with just his ultimate. Yeah, um, so you know, I think one that's, of the that's really a big difference. And I think one of the big things that's cool about Caustic is that. He's a character, one of the few out there who really thrives in one environment and then kind of loses himself in the other. Like when you've mm -hmm. got him inside, when you've got him, you know, laying, you know, in, inside of a building or a couple of those compounds like down in Cascades or something, he's a menace. Mm -hmm. But then, you you know, you kind of get him out in the open and he's basically only as good as the player can shoot. Right. Um, right. Gibraltar. I'm actually, I think that his ultimate is amazing, and I do think that it turns fights, but I think it has just like way too low of a, or way too high of a cooldown. Um, you know, it's almost never going to be ready when you actually want it. Uh, forces you to go out and like look for, you know, the ultimate charges and stuff like that to get it up there. It's just, it's, it's, too, it's really good, and you don't ever get to use it. I like the idea of having of being able to shoot through the shield. I know neither of you are like Titanfall players. I was in Titanfall Two. That was actually a feature. They had a shield that you could that you could get throw on the ground. It looked kind of like a, a lifeline shield, so it was only from one direction, but it was impenetrable. However, you could shoot through one end of it, and it actually did more. Your shots would do more damage. Hmm. So it yeah, like and, accelerated and it's bullets. Like the, or something. It's, it's the Halo bubble shield. I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah. You know, it's and I think that there's there's room for that. I just you couldn't put that on his active ability, at least not with having a tremendously long cooldown, because that is so strong. Which is why I was like, well, maybe make that his ultimate and turn his current ultimate into like a a targeted, you know, have one rocket come down as his active ability, you know, one of his current ultimate rockets, and make it like an arc star that comes down from the sky, like a stun. Because I think what I'm getting at with with how they balance it, I'm thinking about the the caustic or the Gibraltar versus the wraith. 
you know, how are they going to be able to win that fight? They need to slow the race down. They need to take away your movement ability. I think Caustic can do that with his traps in the in the areas that you're talking about. Gibraltar doesn't have any way to do that. So when he's fighting these more mobile characters, the, the Octanes, the Wraiths, he doesn't have the ability to, to really stop them in their tracks and, and make it a more even fight. Um, so giving him some kind of ability to do that, some sort of soft, maybe a very soft crowd control or something, um, would make him a little bit more in line with those characters, or at least able to fight them in a 1v1 environment. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, earlier today, I was actually thinking about this exact thing. I'm like, is Gibraltar, is he good enough? Did they do enough to help this man? This lovable Hawaiian, and then I and then I was like, "What's his role in the team?" And here's what I've come up with: you know those old cartoons where you'd have somebody, you know, riding like a donkey or something like that, and the donkey, you, the, the dude riding, would have a, like a fishing pole and a carrot to tell the donkey where to go. And... <laughs> Gibraltar, yeah, yeah. Gibraltar <laughs> donkey, is donkey that carrot? It was my favorite Sunday. Gibraltar, <laughs> Gibraltar is that carrot. He's the guy you dangle out there as bait for people to shoot at. <laughs> and what you do is here, here here's it's going to sound a little bit cruel and maybe it's going to sound a little bit dumb. But you have your Gibraltar kind of out where he can be seen. His gun shield, his his bubble shield, all that stuff makes him an easy tar makes him very very noticeable. And I thought about it, I'm like that's the closest thing you can get in an FPS to a taunt is here's where I'm at just in general. When people know where you are, they're like, well, I'm just going to take a couple of shots because, you know, why not? And then you run a composition where two other people are at least, you know, they're either very mobile, very self-sufficient, somewhere where they can get flanking positions and stay out of the stay out of the trouble on their own. And you draw people into your Gibraltar, have them survive as long as he can, and then you just take flank shots from wherever you want because people are so busy trying to gun down and run up and like try to get inside his shield and do all these do all these plays that you kind of just let him you let him be the bait, you know, the the, <laughs> yeah, the well, light bulb at, bait that's out there. At, as an aside, if if the um, thumbnail for this for this podcast isn't Wraith with a, a fishing pole with a Gibraltar at the end of yeah, it, there you go. Very, <laughs> uh, I mean, you're, you're vastly overestimating my Photoshop skills. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. I'm like, he is actually extremely good at getting noticed, which typically, you know, is a bad thing. But if you have uh, if you have ways to survive, and talking about the one v one as well, if the gun shield is doing what it's supposed to. He should have seventy-five more health than a wraith, right? Like, if you yeah. if you if you're not inherently losing the aim battle between players, like assuming they're equally skilled, like yes, your hitbox is larger, but you also have ten percent reduction and seventy-five bonus HP. You should, and you can create a zone where you can't take damage unless wraith enters right within your zone. So if you put right. if you use if you're using your tools, you can win the one v one. The issue with Gibraltar is it's rarely a one v one. It's like I found a Gibraltar. He's shining brightly. Everyone knows where he is instantly. Wraith goes in, and then you also have other people trucking up to him at the same time. So I think that well, he's he, he his stats are pretty good. It's just that he he's. He's not self-sufficient um, when it comes to getting in and out of sticky situations, and that's what really causes the problem. Hmm. Well, I guess I guess you heard it here first. The tip for uh, Gibraltar is to uh, bait him whenever you can. <laughs> Pretty much, bait your Gibraltars, lads, and hope his gun shield holds out. <laughs> yeah, and if, <laughs> like and if you're listening stuff. to this right now and you look down and you realize that you are Gibraltar. 
Well, uh, shield up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. As a a tank player in WoW for many years, I just want to say that I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how every battleground goes down. Everyone just run and kill the tank and everyone else gets to have fun. I'll just stand here and push buttons. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we can't spend the entire episode talking about the big boys. Um, There's obviously a lot more discussion to have there, but let's let's talk about Longbow. Um, I don't want to sugarcoat this. I think the Longbow is amazing right now, maybe too good. Uh, I'm going to just rattle off a couple of stats here. Before we open this discussion, let me, let me, let me get my calculator out. Hold yeah. on, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, so the longbow right now starts with six shots. You can upgrade it to eight, ten, or twelve in the chamber with uh, mags. It shoots one point six shots per second. A headshot damage or headshot damage is one hundred and ten. Body shot damage is fifty five. All right. Now, here's the stats for the original pre-nerf at launch wingman. Starts with six shots, goes to eight, then nine, then 12. Fires 2.6 shots per second, and its headshot damage is 90. Body is 45. I honestly think, just because very few people actually fire the wingman at full clip, I think the longbow is better than the original wingman. Yeah, let me let me okay, let me carry the one here. Uh, okay, let's see. Right. Okay. Yep, yep, you're right. It's it's. <laughs> I, so I was playing with it earlier, um, just kind of running around with it, and I've seen, you know, I've watched a few streams, and some of the streamers are picking it up as well. Um, and I think what I've determined in terms of why it feels so good, because you're absolutely right. Statistically, it looks very similar to a wingman that shoots just a little bit slower. Um, I think what makes it really really good is is two things one it still has that like tremendous hip fire because you think about the wingman a lot of times like i don't care if the wingman can shoot people like at a medium to long range just like you know if you if you have to aim and, and take pot shots but then when people get close to them you can just spam the wingman like a shotgun and it's hyper accurate um and and still down people just just hip firing it the longbow also can do that um i the first time i picked it up after the buff i killed two people just just hip firing them in a, in a closed hallway um and they were using automatic guns that that probably shouldn't happen um well, so yeah. i think that's kind <laughs> of you know and, and i did that earlier i did the same thing playing earlier with, with stretch and i think it's that's the problem like i don't care if you want to slap a sniper scope on it and, and shoot someone like i think there's room in this game for a dmr like that i think there should be in the game i think it changes the way the game's played in a good way um but i think when someone gets close to you there needs to be that trade-off of not being able to to combat someone who has an automatic gun well yeah i mean but but let's think about like the ramifications of these changes also now and and i'll start this by saying i i think longbow needed a buff that gun was toxic before no one wanted to use it for really good reason it just didn't measure up to basically a wingman right um but the problem with these buffs is that they're on a DMR. They're on a sniper rifle. So, yes, it makes it much more viable in the close range. You can, you know, if you look at the way that, like, people usually fire a skull piercer, they're really not firing it any faster in most situations than you would, you know, the new longbow. But the skull, or the, sorry, the skull piercer, a wingman. Roll credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the wingman, however, has always been kind of like, uh, you know, it, it has a very high skill ceiling when it comes to like the medium and long range. Right. Now, longbow 
you can throw a four six, a six eight on there, and like fire from the other side of a river on top of a noob trap down at Cascades, and hit these shots. And it's going to do more damage now because it's doing full damage to legs, uh, or I guess less reduced damage to legs. It has a higher uh, range at which you can hit a headshot with it. Um, it does more base damage now. Did we need that? Like, is that something that we want? Do we want people sitting, like, you know, outside of fights, third partying, hitting, you know, 55-shot body shots just over and over and not really, like, ever hitting anything? And think about it from the other side. Like, have you ever, like, you know, spent after this patch, have you been getting sniped at and you're just thinking, like, oh, man, this is fun? Well, you know, as, as the guy who always races to find the sniper rifle in any game and hide in a bush and shoot at people, I mean, I love it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think it's you need you need something to, to not necessarily slow the game down, but give people a different engagement range. Um, the wingman, as, as you were saying, it's, it's quite similar. And I, I think that you hit the nail on the head with that scope thing. The fact you can put a scope on a longbow you know, the wingman, you can put the 1x, 2x on it, you're still hitting a tiny pixel in the distance. Whereas the longbow, you can get that zoom and hit people. I don't care about the long-range stuff, that's fine. If people want to do that, there's there's so many ways in the game to close that gap and fight those people. But the problem is that, again, if you close that gap, you should have a distinct advantage with them or they should have to switch their gun. They shouldn't just be able to swing around and start hit-firing you with it. Um, and I think the rate of fire has something to do with that. You shouldn't be able to shoot it at such a high rate of fire that you can beat someone with an R9. You could potentially beat someone with an R9 is in your face oh yeah i mean the the, the damage potential you all you need is uh you know unarmored all you need is or un, without a helmet all you need is one shot to uh right. to take somebody down with it you know it's not it's we're outside of wingman range where you always needed those two shots without a helmet so um so i mean what's what's consensus on this i feel like i feel like everything's good except for the the rate of fire yeah it's it's moving pretty quick. I, I don't like I didn't realize that it had gotten changed um, in such a positive way. So it took me sitting in, you know, practice mode for a little bit, shooting some shots to realize, wait a minute, this thing's this thing's moving pretty fast. I don't know if, if this powerful of a gun should be uh, firing that quick. Um, yeah. And, and so that people understand um, the previous fire rate was one point two. It's now one point six rounds per second. That like 0.4 may not seem like too big of a deal. That's it's a 30 percent increase in fire rate. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a big jump. Yeah, it's it's a huge jump. And if you haven't picked up a longbow recently, pick one up and just start shooting it around. You'll know you'll see what we're talking about here. The thing yeah. shreds. Yeah, yeah. You know the now. Thing, oh, go, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you know, the other thing about the longbow is that unlike the wingman, you know, you can put an extended mag on it and the skull piercer, right? Um, and, a, and a sight. The longbow, you can put every attachment on. You can put a sniper stock on there. You can put a barrel stabilizer on there. You have the extended mag. I mean, you can put you can put other a skull on it. on it. You can put a skull, <laughs> you can put a skull piercer on it. Uh, so, um, you know, I think it it also has the advantage of being it can get steadier. Um, so you can put those attachments on. And I, I think the difference is that it's just, it's so laser accurate. Whereas with the wingman, you still have that animation kick, even if it's not actually changing the, 
the accuracy of the yeah, gun. Yeah, where the gun the like, flies that, up in front of your crosshair. Yeah, flies up in the model. It slaps you in the forehead just, every shot. Yeah, the longbow <laughs> just stays steady like a laser. So, I mean, it, it's also kind of just the the way when you're using it, the way you're kind of perceiving shooting it, it you perceive it as just a laser now yeah. compared to the wingman where it's like i'm shooting a six suiter and there's at least some kind of recoil even though there really isn't yeah if you watch any of the like competitive streamers uh doing their scrims and everything for the last couple of days it's just been like the, the meta has been wingman and uh longbow like get those two put them onto your character and then just like third party like crazy and if anyone rolls up on you then pull out your wingman and you know take care of it and it's, it's a little oppressive. The other thing, though, that you've been seeing a whole lot more of, and I'm kind of excited about, is the Havoc. Like, Ooh, when yeah. they first brought out the Havoc, it was a little bit of a novelty. I didn't think it was very good. I think most people agreed with me it wasn't very good. Uh, but they made a couple of, like, key changes to the Havoc. Um, and probably the most important one is they upped its base magazine from 25 to 32. Mm-hmm. The Havoc shreds now it's incredible have you guys played with this gun yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah they they changed another thing i really liked um because they did a lot to the charge beam which i still don't think is is that no no one's gonna use it still does a lot of damage but (laughs) all right new goal use the charge beam (laughs) yeah exactly you know what i mean but like and believe me i try to do it and every time i'm shooting it i can hear jeff sighing in the background he's like is it so noticeable when someone's shooting that no it's terrible don't don't use the charge beam (sighs) no i'm using the charge beam but I think no. a key change along with the magazine <laughs> side is the Gold Havoc now has a turbocharger on it. Because before it had the charge beam, a Gold Havoc was useless, right? Because yeah. you still you, it wouldn't get rid of the wind-up time. But now you pick up a Gold Havoc, and for, I don't know what luck I've had. You know, I guess it's podcaster loot. But I've, I've been able to get um, a couple Gold Havocs in my hands the last couple days. And it's just, you're right, it's so good. The magazine, the magazine size change was also very, very key. Because before you'd put 25 rounds into people and you'd have to pull out your secondary gun or reload it to kill someone most of the time, 32 rounds you can kill someone with. Um, and I think that's, that's such a big, big difference. And yeah. I'm glad I mean, you could, that. Of all you could kill do. someone, you could kill someone with 25 rounds. It's just that like, remember the advantage for, uh, energy weapons is that they're like, you know, they don't have bullet drop. It's not that they don't yeah. kick, and the havoc right. still kicks. So you're not going to oh, yeah. hit all of those rounds unless you're dizzy. But the move to 32 rounds, I think, and and I don't know where I read this. It might have just been in their patch notes. One of their goals with the havoc is they wanted it to be a better gun than like the R301 when you first pick it up, versus right. the R301, mm. which they wanted it to be a better gun once you get it all kitted out with all the you know nifty doodads and gadgets. And I think I think they succeeded. I think that if I hot drop and I see two guns in front of me, one an R301, the other one a Havoc, both with this equal amount of ammo, I'm going to put the Havoc into slot one and lead my fights with that until I get attachments for my R301. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because, you know, 18, I mean, think about the R301. I mean, that's 18 rounds. Same with the, the R99. I mean, it's so few rounds in an early fight. And I can, the number of times, I, I can't even count the number of times I've pulled out the R301 on someone early in the game. I've put through all my rounds. I'm bad. I miss a couple shots. Most of us are. And, you know, then you're stuck in kind of this jumping around reloading fight. Whereas the Havoc, you're absolutely right. You pick it up 32 rounds. You're good to go. 
Um, and I like that balancing technique for the guns. You know, it's not all about the damage the gun does. It's not all about the drop-off and all that stuff. A lot of times it's just, when is this gun good? The Havoc, really good early, like you said. The R301 needs some attachments. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's the same direction they should take with, as we were talking about earlier, the Longbow um, and, and other guns like that, is those guns that can take a ton of attachments, make them weak when you first pick them up, you get the attachments on it, you're good, versus kind of their counterpart guns in their ammo type where there's a counterpart gun where you can pick it up and it's good from the beginning, but it doesn't really get better with any attachments. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go on to, uh, you know, our, our next topic, um, I'm going to bring up the topic of the dropship. Um, each of you gets uh, two words to describe your response to the increased speed on the dropship. For everyone who doesn't know, dropship now moves, moves about 50% faster. So uh, we'll start with stretch. Two words on the dropship. Feels good. All right. Platt? Drop Skulltown. <laughs> You know, I think you get I think you get you you get away with that one because I think Skulltown is actually one word. But um, it is, it is my, my two words for dropship about time um, or yeah, I guess if we have if we have low elo people who are listening here uh, called it because that was a change that uh, I, I had called and said, like, this is this needs to happen. Dropship needs to move faster, get people across the map faster, yada, yada, yada. Um, sounds like we're all in agreement that it's good, although Platt thinks it changes nothing. I, it changes some stuff, but people still, if you, I mean, people still spam drop as soon as the, the ship is available. Most people are still going to do that. I mean, a lot of people I play with when, when the, if we're doing two people and we've got a random in there, the random will almost always, if they're the, the jump master, they'll almost always drop immediately. It's still just an innate thing that people do in Dude, Battle I'm, Royale, So I'm telling you, Gibraltar pass gas in there. <laughs> they ran out of they ran out of peanuts to serve on the flight. And everyone's just like, well, if there's no if there's no peanuts, yeah. The, the pilot came on the uh, on the comms and just said, uh, just so everyone knows, you are not earning frequent flyer miles for this. And everyone's just like, we're out, we're done. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Speaking of your pug, um, like we all have stories of like that that terrible pug that joined us. Um, you know, the third man who goes, gets himself killed, and then immediately disconnects, basically does nothing, ruins the game for you. Um, let's talk a little bit about that, but not not about, like, these terrible players. Let's talk about how we can be, like, the best teammates that we can possibly be, whether we're playing with friends or playing with randos, because um, we've all been there. Um, I recall... You know, I'm just going to set the stage here. I recall we played a game. This was weeks ago, but we weren't having a whole lot of success. It was Platt, myself, and we were just picking up randos. Um, and <laughs> it seemed like every single drop that we had, the person would just like get in there, immediately die in a fist fight, disconnect, and then leave us as a duo for the rest of the game. But then we had this caustic, and this was before caustic changes we had this caustic join us a caustic named rachel and when we dropped rachel hit the ground with us and immediately killed three people it was uh you know rapidly approaching our death land absolutely destroys three people <laughs> says nothing 
Yeah, I guess, unfortunately, then disconnects from the game and we never hear from Rachel again. <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> Come back! No! We were going to win! <laughs> but Rachel. I guess, I, I guess the lesson of that story is that we all wish we had a Carrie join us. But, I mean, we spent the rest of the day, like, just begging, like, is this guy, is this going to be another Rachel? Where's Rachel? Just Rachel. Just Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. get a number. <laughs> Rachel, if you're out there. Please call. Hey, we miss <laughs> you. <laughs> oh God, it, it's Listen, so I, true though. Like, I, I like getting, I like when we get carries, but there's so many like little things. Like, I don't care if someone, our third player, is going to be. I don't care if they're good. I don't care if they're bad. We've all had those third players that you know we, you and I have like seven hundred thousand damage, and they have zero somehow. And but they were there the entire time. But yeah, confirmed. I've got want, a screenshot of that. Seven hundred. We do actually. Um, <laughs> but maybe, I jumped maybe into ten other games to get that damage. By the way, <laughs> but you know, I just there's there's like little things that I want teammates to do that, or I don't want them to do that are just more important to me than how how good the person is because we're not necessarily great players either. We just there there's just those little things, you know. Okay, so let's let's start with the drop then. Uh, on the drop, what is the what's the one thing that a player could do on the drop uh, to, you know, show that they're a team player. Stay with us. <laughs> not not a split off and run to Skulltown, but also when they start getting towards the end of the drop, um, split off from the Jumpmaster even slightly and go, like, when you're dropping into an area, let's say you're dropping into to artillery, um, or not even artillery, let's say like watchtower, you know, something with, with multiple loot pills that are in a little bit different areas. Don't drop onto the same loot pill that I drop onto because I'm the jump master. I can't split off from you and you need to drop a little bit somewhere else so that we're not, you know, going after the same gun and coming out, you know, undergunned against another squad that might be there. Yeah. So, so stick with the team on the drop, but break off for your loot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, I think that's... And and this kind of goes further into just like the sharing resources. Make sure that you're you're not just being a loot vacuum. You're not. We have we have one friend we play with that we call we call I call Mr. Hoover because like he he's a vacuum. He will you you run to a pill and he likes to play octane. He will run faster and he will get in front of you and you open a pill and it's just like whoosh, and it's gone. <laughs> um, just Hoover. <laughs> it's all gone. I'm like <laughs> like oh like, my god. Um, hey, I found level way, two Hoover, armor here and us. it's gone. But, <laughs> <laughs> Mozambique yeah, like, here. Pick, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> But you, you'll pick something, you'll pick something, and you'll be like, level two armor here. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm swinging around to, to like call it, to click on it, so it stays on the map, and it's just it's just gone. Yeah. You know, I, 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 had, I had a couple of games. So um, I will, when, when you guys aren't on, I'll go into the Apex Legends official Discord, and I'll pick up Pugs, and I'll play there. And it's usually, a, like, half of a disaster. You usually get that one guy who like angry pings everything and uh, you know says like I'm down for a chill game and then is screaming the entire time. Um, <laughs> that, that that exact thing was. Um, but then I swear but, awful. Yeah, but then sometimes like the other guy is usually like this super chill dude who just like carries everyone, you know, and is like reliably pulling down like 1700 damage every single round. And uh, it's it's funny because when I play with those guys. I'll admit I play a little bit differently than I do with the two of you. And my loot behavior absolutely changes. And I had this instance where I had the chill guy. Uh, we had just downed some people. And, you know, I'll, I'll throw it out there. I did my fair share of the work, you know, and we all go to loot. 
and I'm looting a crate. He's looting the same crate. And I just like, I just start at the top and I just start clicking. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just like, whatever I can get, I want it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what it is. I finished this fight with a P2020. I'm taking the gun. I'm taking the ammo. I'm taking the armor. And it's all gone. And he's just like, dude, you loot so fast. And and I was just like, hey, man, I don't know you. <laughs> no, but I, I have this image of you, tur- like him saying that, and you turning around, and because you just like clicked through a bunch of random stuff, it's all like mis- mismatched. So you have like, <laughs> you, have, you, you, have, <laughs> you have, you have, you have like an alternator, but it has like a, a sniper scope on it. And you're just like, yeah, man, <laughs> I click real fast. Yeah, I, I, I really know what I want, you know? I'm a discerning consumer. <laughs> but my point is, is that I. I was I was treating those guys very differently than I would treat you because I was like it was classic internet issue right like anonymity I I didn't know them they don't know me they'll probably never see me again after this game and I, I can guarantee that if I really want to just by like you know blocking them on origin you know no big deal but the fact was is I went and I was I, I hoovered up a whole bunch of stuff probably a bunch of it that I didn't need um, and I was I was being a bad teammate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's and there's definitely room. I think Jeff, you and I have experienced this where we are when when we play together, we are not always the nicest people to the third person. I think that's something <laughs> that we've really had to work on. Um, not because we're innately. I mean, I mean, I'm an a hole, but um, not because like we innately are mean or anything. It's just because we don't trust the third person oftentimes and that that puts us even with our own friends that puts us in kind of a a pickle sometimes um, yeah actually you know what with the way we act i'm interrupt with story time again one of the catalysts for this show was actually a conversation um that we had with stretch and yes that was my cell phone going off in the middle of the podcast well dang um so we had a conversation with uh with our buddy stretch here myself and platt um Platt and I, we tend to play together a lot, and we've got a you know small number of other people that we tend to bring into our uh, into our channel, and we'll play. Um, we've also know a whole bunch of people that just don't play quite as much as we do, and as a result, aren't at the same skill level. And you know, like we can we can get into a game, and uh, it can seem like we have very high expectations. I mean, one of the bad one of the bad habits that I have is from being a longtime FPS player is I will, I try to correct every single piece of behavior that I see, you know, like when people do something wrong, I'm just like, Oh, Hey, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. And that obviously is going to grate on everyone. Um, but it came to a head at one point because stretch, like, you know, you, you didn't get your start with FPS. I mean, this is our jam. Yeah, exactly. That was uh, calling back to the, you know, talking about the story, I guess. Um, I struggle with FPS, man. Like, the longest time I played, quote, FPS, and I don't even consider it to be one, is Overwatch. It's That, that to me, is more MOBA than it is FPS, but that's the longest that I've had, like, sitting down and trying to click on a guy before they click on me. Um, so playing Apex with you guys where you're like, oh yeah, just mouse over him and left click. How hard can <laughs> yeah. it possibly be? And I'm like, it well, just... I'm moving left. He's moving right and jumping and now sliding, I guess, and going ethereal. I don't know. How am I supposed to kill this yeah, man? Come on, I'm... stretch. You just, you just put the cursor over their head and click. I mean, how hard is it? <laughs> so, so when I'm playing with you guys, I, I know that you guys have the FPS background and 
when I'm when I'm when we're starting out the game, when we're, we're everyone's getting into it, I'm like, all right, my goal is to be as small of a detriment as it can <laughs> possibly be. And eventually, I was just like, that's no fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to get out there and like meme it up, try stuff, experiment with things, you know, see what works well for me, you know, do all those things and. It's gonna. It was taking games for me to get, you know, for me to start feeling the progress, and it came to a head, like you said, because I felt the frustration from you guys, and I just didn't want to be that guy that you weren't. You felt like you weren't able to win if you had them had them with, you know, right. in 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 the squad. Right, so yeah. that's that's why we had that conversation, and you know, we started. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I remember that distinctly because I one of my biggest issues in games and, and Jeff, if yours is that you like to point out like, you know, every little thing and I'm used to that playing with you. Cause I mean, we played for <laughs> before this came out, we played PUBG a ridiculous amount. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, we had kind of built that rapport and I'm used to that. My biggest problem in games and anyone who played league of legends with me knows this is that I, I hold a lot against myself. I'm very like, I hold myself to a high expectation. I'm very hard on myself, but I don't express it in a good way um oftentimes like it's, it was a joke in league of legends that like oh platt turned his mic off he's probably screaming um but not at them um it, but at myself but and i would also like sigh a lot because i would be really i'd be really close to my mic and i'd just be like <sighs> like constantly I, i've heard so i had to go on push to talk yeah so <laughs> can, I had to go we, on can we get talk. like a collective sigh you know Jeez. for the yeah, asmr yeah, yeah. audience yeah. out there like yeah. one okay, two, here we go. three <sighs> Okay, now you're on a beach, and, um, but, you know, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm very hard on myself. So what I noticed I was doing though is, you know, everyone I played with was used to that. The people that I played with a lot, like people like Stretch and stuff, and, and mm. League of Legends. Um, but when we other people would come in, people who maybe we didn't play with that much, or especially people maybe they were at a lower skill level or were new to the game, um, they didn't interpret it that way. And I was not doing a good job of being like, look, I'm not frustrated at you, like. Even if you're not playing well, I don't care. Um, I'm I'm here just to, to have fun myself and try to do the best I can. And oftentimes, I just wasn't expressing that. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't being honestly as open as, as you were, Jeff, about kind of expressing your frustrations. Um, and because of that, I think I, I come off in a very passive-aggressive, irritated way. Um, like when I rage quit, not rage quit, but when I like leave the lobby suddenly or stop playing, it's often because I'm upset with myself, not because I'm upset with anyone I'm playing with. So I think that that kind of boy came to a boiling point as well with this, where you know Stretch you know, would be playing with us and he'd have a bad game and I would I, I do have to point out that if, if you get upset with the game and then suddenly leave the lobby, that's rage quitting. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to let you off of that one. That's, that's rage quitting. Yeah, I mean, but hey, at least I'm leaving the lobby and not the game itself. <laughs> so I'm not but, spam pinging 600 times. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, because obviously we can talk about this subject all day, and oh, we're definitely yeah. going to talk about it on future episodes. I think that one of the, the final components that we could all be improve upon, us, our listeners, you know, even the, the best streamers out there that will make you a better player is controlling the way that you react to the game and to the other players because I was react I react in a way that isn't always productive. You know, I always want to correct behavior. Yeah, it's coming from a good place. I want to win. It's not about the other player being bad, but I'm reacting poorly because that's not always the way that people want to receive, you know, critical feedback. In fact, they might be they might not even want to be receiving critical feedback while they're playing a video game and trying to relax and have a good time. You know, Platt 
you're you're reacting in a way like it's all about you, but you're doing it in a way that like affects your teammates, you know? Like this is these this this is all just about like controlling re your reactions, you know? It's actually the only thing you can control. You can't control whether uh Rachel disconnects from the game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, Back to us. Please send us email, Rachel. Um please. You, you can't you can't control the guy who gets downed and then happens to have like the fastest trigger finger in the world positioned over the enemy ping. Um, you you just you can't control that. But what you can control is how you react to your teammates, to the game and what happens and make sure that those reactions move to the next game in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. So just just to, before we move on, uh, I do want to get my my little two cents in there for how to be a better teammate. Uh, for if we have listeners that are you know a little bit lower skill like me, um, one thing you can do is just be the guy on your team who communicates like Ooh. really really well. Yeah. Like even if you're not somebody who uses your mic really often, one thing that I see Platt do a lot of times when we play is he'll point out how many teams are with us on our initial drop. That alone like sets the tone of okay well two teams with us all right that means i need to find armor and a gun as fast as possible and then try to cluster together so we can we can push on somebody rather than going lackadaisically somebody gets jumped and then you know it's a dire situation that combined with keeping track of what people need like if you ping heavy ammunition and, and somebody says i need that you know, find a couple more for them if they if you if you think that they might need more. You know, make sure that they've got enough to really operate on. Just just be cognizant of what the group needs and try to try to communicate what you're finding and what you're seeing. Because I think uh, more than um, other FPSs, this game does a great job of opening doors for people who don't want to talk to people in terms of communicating and uh, really streamlining. Um, how people coordinate. So yeah, yeah, you're you're totally right. In fact, I think we probably have a future episode in store that uh, just goes into all the different ways that you can communicate, whether you have a mic or not, using the pings, whatever. Because um, that's that's such a huge component of gameplay in a in a game like uh, Apex Legends. Yep. And remember, cool kids don't do drugs and they don't rage quit. Don't be a flat. <laughs> right. They don't do drugs. They don't rage quit, and they don't crap all over somebody else's good time. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's, uh, did we get any email? I'd, if we got an email, I'd love to read email. We, we, we got one, actually. We got one? Yeah. Oh, somebody listened to episode one. We were in there, we man. In, I, hope the it thing, was, I hope it was Rachel. Usually, <laughs> all right. I mean, not this time, but maybe next, maybe next episode we'll, we'll have the email from Who, Whoever from you are, you're now Rachel. Yeah. Just, just accept it. Yeah. Uh, well... Uh, do I say their like name? I've I've never read an email on a podcast before. Do I say this guy's name? Like yeah, say, I, say the say the name. Um, and you know we won't read their email address. Okay. Off, and if they have a last name, maybe leave that off also. I okay. Can, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If their name is like you know something that I'm gonna have to go and bleep later, maybe no, not that. no, no, it's nothing like <laughs> that. But all right, I'll I'll read it out. Here we go. All right, so this uh, email comes from uh, Joseph. It's titled, Hello, Skull Piercer," And it says, Hello, my name is Joe, and I listened to episode one on the train yesterday. Great show. I wanted to ask what you think of the buffs Respawn made to Caustic and Gibraltar with the latest patch, 1.1.1. I think Caustic is better, but can still hurt his team. Gibraltar is still bad. What do you think? 
Also, if I could combine any two weapons or items, I would combine arc stars and turbochargers so I could throw them without a windup. Thanks. Can't wait for episode two, Joe. Uh, you know what? That's that's actually kind of awesome that we got a response to the game from him also. However, uh, I feel like... Um, listen to the episode, Joe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to I, Joe. I, I do want to point uh, out something yeah. I didn't say, and this made me think of something I didn't say when we were talking about that. The the 1.1.1, I love how they're like just adding like point one. They're adding an additional <laughs> like a version number to each patch. Like next patch will be 1.1.1.1 because we're not making big changes, just little changes. I always well, love I mean, when they but, that. But like, think of, think of how the patch structure was for like League of Legends. Like you're going to hear some typing here because like what what is the most recent league patch uh, uh i guess it's like 9.8 never mind <laughs> well okay no, well there's like the... minor patch like the, that's like the the condensed version i know what you're looking for and there is like a version of the patch number that's like 2019.9.8.92189 or something like that yeah it's like, yeah. It it's get, like, it gets it's like 20 digits long yeah it gets real lengthy but they condense <laughs> it down to like just the just the two digits or whatever yeah. two sets of numbers you know, the other thought that I had from uh, Joe's email here is that he was listening on the train. Yep. How cool would it be if there was a train in Apex Legends? As like, like the initial like drop point like, or just, no, run, no, just, just ran like, across the map and like, the, the, like runs, show up? A, runs like a circle across the map, map all the way from like artillery all the way to like Skulltown and Thunderdome. Ooh. Or, think, or you know what? It's like a, it's like a military train. It goes from uh, like artillery all the way to uh airfield okay Ooh, that, could, that could be cool i could see That'd that cool. and, and but of course and you can like when it, when it kills you yeah it can, it can kill people if they're on the track <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. but you yeah, can absolutely. also like jump on top of it because it slows down in certain places and has loot on it like the drop ship and then you can ride it and you know fulfill yeah. your borderlands and, and you fantasy. can throw octane's jump pad on the track and then the train goes off the rails <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say Why that you train? could like uh pin an enemy down on there like a i don't know like a like an old wily e. coyote cartoon and <laughs> dude, definitely needs dude, to be, this like, is gonna be a topic down the road ridiculous the, map changes that we want <laughs> have like you know uh the the pathfinder grapple hook pull someone onto the tracks at the last second <laughs> yeah oh and, and, the, and the, the achievement you get for that gives you a badge that's just a, a twirly mustache. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. <laughs> All right. You know what? I think we just got our next game, actually. So, uh, you know, in in the future, we're, we're all going to be eventually asking for map changes, and that'll probably be a topic. But uh, I think if any of our listeners have any ideas on, uh, like, crazy map changes that they'd love to see in the game, whether that's a, a train or a, a helicopter or... I, I don't know what else you could add to the map to make it just kind of insane, um, but you know, right in Ooh, building, you could like you could like build things and like. Oh yeah! And then we no. could have a separate game mode where you like only build things and like zombies <laughs> run at you. Might might get sued. <laughs> I mean, they um, got sued, so whatever. But Oof. yeah, if 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 you've got like a, a a strange addition that you think could be plausibly made to the game, um, but that could like seriously improve it or create some like dynamic gameplay, like a train running through, uh, send us an email, team at skullpiercer.com. And also, if you want to be like Joe uh, or Joseph, I guess, and send us awesome email and spur great conversation. 
and get it read out on the on the air, then go ahead and just hit us up again, team at skullpiercer.com. Uh, I guess we're about to, you know, go into our last words. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to thank everyone for listening to episode two of Skullpiercer. Um, but if you'd like to send us comments, questions, your thoughts, uh, any of that, you can email us for the last time, team at skullpiercer.com. Uh, don't forget, you can also go and check us out on the website. You can always get the latest version of the episode. We also occasionally write a blog or something up there. But you can always get the latest from us at skullpiercer.com. Uh, and finally, you should probably follow us on social media. We're SkullpiercerPC on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at as Skullpiercer. All those links are also on the website. We're uh, also now available on like everything, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, iTunes, finally. Um, so that's that's all great. Um, but speaking of iTunes, the last thing that you could do if you want to show your support is if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review uh, because every single episode, we're going to read out all of the people who gave us five-star reviews on iTunes and maybe other platforms later down the line. Um was it asking too much for us to have five-star reviews on the first episode? I mean, it seems to have happened. Do you want me to, want me to read some of them for you? Let me, let me well, I mean, that's that's the commitment. So. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let, let, let's see what we got here. So so we've got a few customer reviews um, here on our iTunes podcast version. Uh, we've got, it says, titled Dope from Actually, it's hey, could, could you do me oh. a favor? Could you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, could you run it, read it in a funny voice or something? All right, I got, I got, I got one. I got a perfect one. I think this is going to be very timely, and uh, hopefully, it doesn't cause us any political issues. Finding oh. this podcast is like finding a gold backpack in artillery. Downloaded and subscribed. One of the one listeners found this found this review helpful. By the way, um, <laughs> a lot of people don't know from This one's from Bureau Tech. Bureau Tech. I think I'm saying that right. Lowilo is back! Exclamation point! Question mark. As a longtime Loeo listener, I was surprised to find a new episode waiting for me today, and it's about Apex Legends. Awesome. Jeff and Stretch are back with this new guy who's very handsome and beautiful and wonderful plat. Okay, I didn't say that last part, but um, I can't hear to wait more from Skullpiercer. I can't wait to hear more from Skullpiercer. Welcome back. Bradas. I actually uh, recognize that name. That, was, that guy was a regular uh, write-in for uh, Loeo. So. Oh, well, well, welcome back, and now you sound Who knows? Like, uh, Maybe he's our president. So there you go. He owned oh. Oh, he's on a train. So now we know he's on a train. Now we just need a few mm. more information and we can find the guy. All right. Uh, I could listen to these chuckleheads all day. This is from Sad Shab. I don't even play Apex Legends, but you bet your butt I will listen to Jeff, Stretch, and Platt talk in depth about the game they enjoy. Um, and as well from, I, I will admit, this is a friend of ours. Um, it's titled, I'm writing this for you, Jeff. And it's from Belsas. Now oh, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> he is now uninstalling <laughs> iTunes now that he has left a review um, after Jeff held a gun to his head. So, there you go. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Belsas. Um, you know, also previous Low Elo host. So that's that's great. Getting the gang back together. All right. So that those are our customer reviews. Please send us more, and I will yeah. read them probably with a different funny voice next time until uh, people get annoyed of it, and then I'll yeah. keep doing it. In fact, like bad. make requests because Platt is obligated now. He said it on a internet yeah. podcast oh, uh, no. that he'll use a funny voice, and he's committed to using whatever funny voice you ask for on the uh, on the review. So, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, boys. Last words. You know, uh, what's going to be in the next Apex Legends update? Let's start with you, Stretch. Oh, man. Hopefully a train? I don't know, man. <laughs> How have the trains been brought up? I'm really, I've never been more into trains, you know, in my entire life. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I got yeah, a YouTube yeah, video for you. I'm going to go train. <laughs> Platt, what's in the next I, you know, uh, Apex Legends update? I'd like some more close quarters content, so I'm going to take that train idea, but I'm going to put it subterranean. We're going to go with a subway system, ooh, um, and it's going to go all around the map and create another level of gameplay. So we're going to go with the subway system. All right. Ooh. Well, uh, you know what? My, my prediction for the next uh, Apex Legends update, monorail. Monorail. <laughs> monorail. So uh, no squirrel monorail. suits? Oh, no. Well, I mean. I could, I could glide. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, there'll be mushrooms that make you bigger, and oh, it'll be great. You know, maybe, flowers. Maybe, maybe we can just get like an item that turns us into a bush. Oh, I like that. <laughs> what about a grenade that makes people dance? That, that's <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Skull Piercer, everybody, and don't forget, be legendary. What's that? Because I, I I wanted to make I, I love making Jurassic Park quotes and Simpsons quotes, but you know the longer like this goes on, the greater chance we're gonna have listeners that have never seen that episode of The Simpsons and have never seen Jurassic Park. It it's true. It's true. We're uh, we're dated. Um, we're gonna have to do a little bit of searching. I'm a little upset. We haven't we haven't worked the word yeet into either episode. Yet. <laughs> yeah, we. And follow us on our social media. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, dude, we totally need a TikTok. <laughs> what about How do we that? work yeet to this show? <laughs> New project, lads. Yeah. <laughs> project yeet. Project yeet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>